This is your 1017 The Truth News Update. I'm Carrie Noni with your news update. 28-year-old Elijah Combs, the man who died by suicide after a police pursuit Tuesday, February 28th, allegedly was the boyfriend of 26-year-old Aaliyah Perez, who was shot and killed Sunday night near 26 in Clayton Crest. Aaliyah Perez is the niece of Common Council President Jose Perez. MPD said they were pursuing a known suspect following the killing. On Tuesday night, police said they started to pursue the suspect vehicle around 8.46 p.m. near the 1300 block of West Wind Lake Avenue. During the pursuit, police said the driver of the vehicle fired shots at police. The pursuit ended near 13th and South Layton Avenue. It was there. Police said the driver shot himself and died. Police said they did not fire weapons during the pursuit. An investigation is still ongoing. Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers is asking that bars in the Milwaukee municipality be allowed to stay open until 4 a.m. during the 2024 Republican National Convention. If passed, premises operating under Class B licenses would be able to stay open until 4 a.m. and then reopen at 6 a.m. from July 15th through July 19th, 2024. Effective right now, bars must close at 2 a.m. on weekdays and 2.30 a.m. on weekends. The provision would need approval from the Republican-controlled legislature to become law. According to the Associated Press, a similar proposal died in the Senate in 2020 when Democrats were scheduled to hold their own convention in Milwaukee. Iron District, the proposed downtown Milwaukee soccer stadium, could potentially receive $9.3 million in state funds under Governor Tony Evers' proposed capital spending budget. Iron District is an estimated $160 million project that will include 99 affordable apartments in Michigan Street Commons, an 8,000-seat soccer stadium, a 140-room hotel, and a 3,500-capacity performance venue. Stadium construction is expected to begin in July and be completed by February 2025. This has been your 101.7 The Truth News Update. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris continues on the new 101.7 The Truth. Bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank candid and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of judgment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people up... If you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. This is The Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris.
You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. We got the chief a few more minutes. So we got calls. I'm going to take the talking text line, then we'll take the call, and then we'll get you out of here. Are there trauma resources for the family of the young man who shot the officer? They're experiencing the same trauma as the chief and other officers. Their trauma should not be ignored or untreated. Our community is is traumatized. Your thoughts? And uh, absolutely, there's a number of different venues you can receive services. I know that working with Director Hamilton with Office of Violence Prevention, they put out in regards to resources. There's a number of different community groups that you can uh, receive resources. Uh, and I don't want anyone to take, you know, what I'm talking about in regards to our trauma the wrong way. But as the leader of the department, I'm expected to take care of those, uh, you know, again, individuals who are providing services to our city uh, wellness. And as we are, you know, responding to uh, the community, we work with a number of different partners to help with the trauma and also uh, providing services to those who are in need, one who requests and, and, and receive. But, you know, that is uh, something that, you know, you can, you know, put, you know, bring the individual to the water, but you can't force the individual to drink. So, um, if anyone ever needed services, I know we have a great victim witness services with our particular department, but uh, we don't uh, just turn away anyone just because, I mean, it's important for us to be able to serve all. All right. 833-212-1017 is the number. Marlon from Waukesha. You're on the new 101.7 The Truth. How are you gentlemen doing this afternoon? We're good. How are you? Hanging in there, sir. Good, good. Good. So I just have a quick question, and it's about uh, body cam timelines. Um, we're starting to see uh, around the nation where body cam is being released quicker and quicker. And here in Milwaukee, it seems like body cam does is not released that quick. I understand you got to do investigations, but um, it's it's also a transparency thing. And when it's when the body cam isn't released in a timely manner, it makes the community feel like. You're hiding something. You're trying to see something. It's because, and especially when you guys like do something great or good, the body cam is out with less than 12 hours. So that's my question today. And I'll hang up and listen to your answer. All right. Thank you. Thank a lot. Appreciate that. I wish we could have talked a little bit more because I'd like to hear the example where it was out in 12 hours. But, you know, I think that a lot of times when we have these kinds of uh, commentary, you know, when we say that the video is out, in a timely manner, is it transparency or is it time? Um, transparency is showing uh, what you are, uh, you know, investigating what happened. Uh, is this a time issue where you want it quicker? You know, um, this is something that I keep, you know, asking in regards to what is the true goal? You know, do you want it sooner? But see, what I find, especially with our public and they need to really understand that, you know, when we look at across the country, we all have 50 different states, 50 different laws, right. 50 different rules of engagement. You know, um, when we look at those particular other agencies, do they have the same type of you know contractual rules or legal rules that we have in the state of Wisconsin? But even with that being said, because the two things I hear about bringing the video sooner is one that is going to be more transparent because it's sooner. I, I don't. Get that. Then um, the second part is is that uh, it brings closure. So if you get a video without any particular answer, how we have closure? 
All when, it'll when, do is when, generate uh, more questions. It's going to generate more questions. Yeah. And, and, and that is defies logic that someone will say, show me a video that I will have questions and that they will be accepting that all we can say is we're still investigating. We're still looking into it. We understand that that's a good question, but I don't have an answer. You know, so I get it in regards to that, you know, we want to get the uh, answers uh, in a, a lot more efficient and effective manner. But in the age of TikToks and all type of, you know, quick hits, there is a part where we start to think everything operates in that type of environment. And even, and I love it when they start, when they respond to, well, Tennessee, you know, they got it fast. Understand this, in Tennessee, the DA stated he was not releasing anything till he charged. Right. I have the quote. And it was almost a month before it was almost that. a month. Right. So when people want to make comparisons, make comparisons with apples are apples, not apples are oranges, not apples are pineapples, but apples are apples. And that is where we can really have a very um, a robust discussion, even though the Fire and Police Commission is looking into this matter. And I said this, and I said this publicly. Whatever the Fire and Police Commission designate us to do, as our governing body, we shall do. But I, as a executive, you know, with 27 years in a job and a law degree, I must tell you about what can be the potential cost and benefits, right. the consequences of having this quicker. I get it. It is what it is. But I say this, and I'm glad I'm being recorded. I've been saying it everywhere. I don't believe that our public will be accepting a video being shown with no context. I just, I, I don't, I don't um, believe that anybody will be comfortable or agreeable to that. So I will, you know, defer to whatever is directed to the market police department, the market police department shall do. All right. Well, thank you much. Any parting comments, any last words, anything you want the public to know? I would just like the public to know that, you know, even in spite of all the challenges, we have dedicated men and women out there putting effort into, you know, address the violence, address the reckless driving. And I know that sometimes there's, you know, things that we're not proud of and we're working hard to show accountability, to show that there's not going to be enabling or trying to, you know, cover up anything because I know there's been some accusations of that. I won't tolerate that under my watch as a Born and raised, lived in this city all my life, still live in this city. I understand I'm a recipient of these services just as well as everyone else. And that at the end of the day, I hold my head high in regards to decisions being made because I'm a man of character. I'm a family man. I love this city. I love my position. And that at the end of the day, we're working hard for you. And that we just hope that at times when there are some of those, um, you know, not so shiny moments, give us grace to be able to explain ourselves before uh, looking to the, you know, glasses half empty rather than half full. And that, uh, you know, we are in decisions that come from this administration is absolutely coming from a good place. All right. Well, thank you much. I appreciate it. Jeffrey appreciate Norman, you. Chief of Police, City of Milwaukee. Uh, thanks for being here. We appreciate it. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. We'll be right back. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
That's pretty loud. I was just talking and talking. Did you turn my microphone? You turned my microphone off, did you? Don't do that. When you turn my microphone off when I want to talk, I can't turn it on and say the wrong thing and embarrass myself. I got. I I, I want the right to embarrass. <laughs> I want the right to embarrass myself. I want to talk. Eight three three two one two one. I'm just harassing Alex. Just trying to get him broke in as you know one of the team. You know, so I got to harass him and do all sort of stuff. But he my dude because he's from Chicago, Chicago area, but Illinois audience. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. We didn't get to some talking text. Let me. The majority of us are law abiding and want the best for our community. Who do we complain to? How do we show our anger and or support? If our so-called leaders feel helpless, how can we not? Most people get angry about senseless violence and death. How do you show that you're up in arms? Where do you go to express your anger? How can we solve the problem when the people who are getting paid to help have no answers? We must lean or learn to police our communities, but the chasm is huge. It's okay, especially if there is no cooperation or unity. The churches are paid not to get involved. The funded organizations have no focus or coordination. If I see a crime, I will be sure to report. Stop saying there is no outcry from the citizens. Many of us call your station on a daily basis. Adverse legislation and the police have dug this hole over many years. How can policing be effective when the police don't live here? Well, first of all, um, I don't know if you want me to answer it. Let me know. So shoot a talking text. If you don't want me to answer it, I won't. Um, if you want to take my thoughts, then because some of it was, I think, directed in terms of people aren't up in arms. But I think what is meant by people, first of all, not being up in arms. Is the rioting and the complaining and the social media and the screaming and hollering and demanding leaders do something, demanding the police do something. We only get it when the police shoot somebody. When we kill each other, there's nothing. It's like nobody cares. So how can you be sensitized to police killing black men, but not be sensitized to black people killing black people? That's a problem. But that's just my point of view. And so how do you show your anger and support? The mayor needs shared revenue. The county needs shared revenue. Get your groups together, your organizations together, your family together, your friends together. Send separate emails to the governor's office, to the Republicans that that head each level of government, right? You got the Senate. And you got the assembly. Send them all emails individually, right? If you all get together, 2,500, sign something and then send it in. I can with one delete, get rid of all y'all. But if I send you 2,500 individual emails, that's different. Now you have to explain why you didn't respond to 2,500 or 25 million people for that matter. 
That's how you show your anger and your support. You do the same thing to the governor. You do the same thing to the mayor, the county executive, whoever it is. In this case, you want to support the mayor. You want to support the city council who needs help by doing that to the state legislature. Because the state legislature dictates whether or not we'll have a 3% tax, which I'm not really in agreement. But we also need, because we need the shared revenue we already send out. We don't need to be retaxed on top of that. You don't need poor families in Milwaukee struggling on top of an inflation, on top of 3%. That's, that's just too much. So at some point, we have to recognize that we have to use what we have, social media, email, snail mail, U.S. Postal Service, send a letter. That's how you express your anger. You let them know, we need you to do this. If you don't do this, then we're not going to support you. We're not going to support the rest of the state. Stop going to visit uh, um, all the other places in the, in, in the state. Stop. If you're from Milwaukee and they don't want to give your money back, don't go to the Dells. Don't go to Matt. Spend your money here. Keep all your money in Milwaukee and in Milwaukee County. Then they'll wake up when all that tourism money dries up because they won't give it back to us and we're the ones spending it. They'll listen. You heard the old saying, money talks and something else walks. Exactly. That'll change it. They will wake up and listen. But what it'll do is help the mayor have power. So when he goes and talks to the legislature and tells them, that's fine. Now, the mayor can't do it. His job is to lead us, but we can do it. We can say, hey, that's fine. I'm not spending another dime outside of Milwaukee County. I'm not spending another dime outside the city. No tourism. Dry up the Packers. Let them just be up in Lambeau by themselves. Watch it on TV. Keep your Milwaukee money here. Don't buy any beer, no brats, no tickets, no nothing. Let them. Let them, and then we'll see how long that, that lasts. If you're not willing to go toe-to-toe, it's not going to happen. The police chief can't. The fire chief can't. The mayor can't because they're in leadership places where they're dependent on tax dollars. But we can. We can actually tell them, look, we're not putting up with this. Don't give the money to them. Will some businesses go out of business? Yep. But they don't seem to care about Milwaukee. You don't care if everybody in Milwaukee shoot and kill each other. North side or south side, black, white, Hispanic, or Asian. You don't care. I've heard politicians say they don't care. And that's okay. We don't care either. We'll join you. Keep your money in Milwaukee. When you shop, don't go to Waukesha County. Don't go to Brookfield or Mequon. Keep it in Milwaukee. Milwaukee's job Build up Mayfair Mall, build up Bayshore, and let's have some quality stores there. Let's be safe and get it done. And keep your money at home. That's what everybody else does. Korean people do it. Jewish people do it. White people do it. Asian people do it. German people do it. Italian people do it. Croatian people do it. Everybody does it. Hispanic people do it. Why can't we? But as a city, 
with black, white, Hispanic, Asian, male, female, everybody keeping it here. Imagine how the city would prosper. Imagine the tax base we would have by simply spending your money here. The support of businesses here. You know, I complain about Northwestern Mutual. I think they should have spent the money in the neighborhoods and all that. But the fact that they're coming back to the city of Milwaukee, I applaud that 110%. They go on to say, how can we solve the problem when the people who are paid to help have no answers? I've been asking that for years. We have an office of violence prevention that does not prevent violence. Is it their fault? No, because they can't be in your house. They can be in your head when you do what you do. So we need to change the title of that. It sounds good. The Office of Violence Prevention. Not understanding that had you talked to the police, they could have told you we can't stop homicide. We can stop homicide after the fact. But rules, procedures, and the Constitution of the United States and the state of Wisconsin prohibits us from doing certain things that will violate your civil rights. Says we must learn to police our communities, but the chasm is huge. What's the chasm between the community and the police? Especially if there's no cooperation or unity. There's what first of all, there's never going to be a hundred percent unity because people don't agree all the time. But I understand what you mean by that because, well, let me put it like this. I think other people argue the fact that their way is the right way when it's not the only way, right? And so if education thinks they're right, I think I said it the other day, if education thinks they're right and if, you know, trades think they're right, they're all right. Do both. Pick. Give young people the opportunity to choose what they want. The churches are paid not to get involved. The funded organizations have no focus coordination. I have to disagree with that. Churches aren't paid. Churches I'm affiliated with, let me put put it like that. Churches I'm affiliated with are not paid to not get involved. And the funded organizations are doing the very best they can on many of the skeleton crews that they have trying to help a community that for some reason, some of them believe they don't need help. Does the entire community need help? Absolutely not. What I'm seeing in this email from uh, 416 is a microcosm of what the issue is. If I see a crime, I will be sure to report, stop saying there is no outcry from the citizens. I don't hear it. And there may be an outcry, but it's not making the news. It's not making social media. I don't see any marches. I don't see any request to meet with the mayor or common council. I'm not seeing any of that. Adverse legislation and the police have dug this hole over many years. Like what? Give me the adverse legislation and give me how the police have dug it. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm saying give, give some examples. I think that would make it a much more powerful argument. How can the police be effective when they don't live in the city? Living in the city has never made the police more effective. I'm 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 looking at other places that don't have issues and the police don't live there. And so I've always been a proponent of of being able to live where you want to live within within a certain 
mileage so that if something happens or you're, or you're needed, you can get to work within an hour. But other than that, I, I, I don't think effectiveness in living in the city matters. That's just me. That's my opinion. I'm, I'm just one person. I'm biased. I admit it. My entire career, I've always lived in the city. Eh, you want to move? Move. Eh. But the public has to treat police better so that they'd want to live in the city. So it's, it, everything's a two-way street. Everything goes two-way. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon, 833-212-1017 is the number. The Black Business Give Back is back. We have teamed up with Associated Bank once again to help local businesses grow and succeed together. The home of Milwaukee Black Talk will be giving away $6,000 worth of free commercial advertising for three months to five black businesses each quarter in 2023. Sign up for this incredible marketing opportunity. Visit blackbusinessgiveback.com. That's blackbusinessgiveback.com. Let's rebuild our community's backbone through exposure on the truth for official rules. Head to blackbusinessgiveback.com. Associated Bank, member FDIC. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. I'm looking at ABC News right now, and I'm trying to see what airport this is at. This looks like a pretty small airport. Where is it at? Well, the federal um, thing is from the Eastern District of Pennsylvania. So evidently, some knuckle brain. Yes, I'm calling him a knuckle brain. Um, That means he has a knuckle in his head instead of an actual active brain, which means it's nothing. Uh, TSA stopped a person with explosives. Multiple fuses were detected in a bag and they were stopped. And can of butane, a lighter, a pipe with white powder residue, wireless drill with cordless batteries, tool. Okay, we're done. Law enforcement believes the device posed a significant risk. Really? Oh, wow. 833-212-1017 is the number. That's scary. That is pretty scary. So you you all gave some um, points up to. See, I think something was missed as it relates. uh, Who was that? 414-416? You gave some very valid points from your point of view, and I'd be interested in understanding and knowing 
why you feel that way. Churches are not paid to get involved and funded organizations have no focus or coordination. I see a lot of funded organizations doing phenomenal. Are you talking about organizations like Urban League and Big Brothers, Big Sisters and stuff like that? Or are you talking about smaller nonprofits that are just kind of there? You know, Running Running Rebels is doing phenomenal. Mentor Greater Milwaukee is doing great. You know, they're doing some phenomenal things. So I'm just trying to get a handle on that. Sandra, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. How are you? I'm doing Hi. fine. <laughs> Beach to good. it. Good. I'm back. <laughs> I'm glad you're doing good, and I'm doing good. I'm just sitting in this seat, getting ready to talk to you. And, um, yeah, that was a good thing you just said because a lot of times people always hear the bad news about the city and when you were saying about the running rebels and all that, they need to hear that because, like I said, it just puts such a negative feeling as to, you know, when you come to the city, you got to be scared. You know, because I watch, I watch like a lot of times when I drive, just say I'm driving out um, out Burlight and I drive toward uh uh, up on the lake to Sherman um, Sherman Avenue, and then I drive up further. And then, like I say, when I come back, I notice how many cars that veer off that won't come into the city. And uh, I always have my eyes open. I do that on the expressway. Mm-hmm. I look at how the cars veer off to keep from coming into the city. And I think a lot of times when you promote such um, you know evil things happening in a city, it makes people afraid to come to the city. But well, do you do know? But do you know why they're veering off? I mean, we really don't know, do we? I, I have no idea. But but if you keep saying bad things, I I, I think I wouldn't I wouldn't come in the city either. Okay. <laughs> It'd be like a ghost town to me. But uh, you know, I'm just I'm just thinking. That's my way of thinking. I just think I think because you always hear the words because you hear the words what people say. But I'm glad you had uh, Chief Norman on, and he gave his views. And um, you were asking him, where is the outroar, the outroar from the public? And I always call you, and I say, but like I said, you gave a list of where we could do it, what we can do, and who we could write uh, to and call and that kind of stuff. But like I say, if you're living in a ghost town, I'm in a ghost town. And I told you, really, to think about it, if we throw down a few more houses where I am, I'd be in the country. So okay. I wouldn't have no neighbors. Yeah, right. so, I mean, you would have to just find somebody to, you know, get an upper. But we could do that, too. It's, it's no problem with me because I don't like seeing the young kids, um, especially when, you know, they. I don't want to see nobody killed. But these young kids, they just, I don't know if it's a temper tantrum or showing I'm the best guy because I got the weapon and that kind of stuff. And then you're looking forward to summer coming. I don't want to see it because, I, like I tell you, I, my eyeballs see everything. I see a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, and I don't I don't like what I see, and then I get mad because then. But do you call was, anybody? They call. They be out there. The police be out there. Police okay. ambulance and everything else. I be out there. I be out there with them. Okay. But I make it safe. You know, I want it to be safe before I drop my you know myself out there. But other than that. We got. We can get it going on. I think, like I say, it's, it, it it took a lot to tear us up, and it's going to take a lot to bring us up. So uh, we can get it going on. We just got to, like I say, get the right people, get the money coming in, like it should come. Not those talking heads get up there and uh, always. But, but what does that mean? City. The money I mean, coming I in. That. What do you mean by the money coming in? 
Oh, I'm just talking about the money, the shared 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 revenue that okay. they said we can okay. get. Uh -huh, that's what I'm talking about. And so if we can boost that up and get our kids uh, into the fact that hey, build up uh, businesses and stuff like that. I told you my dad had a business, but he didn't want yeah. the girls in it. But but I have I one right but I have now. one thing to ask, and that is what about you didn't mention anything about the parents. The parents of the kids? Yeah. Oh, well, you know, like I said, I think myself, I think now, some, sometimes these kids, these parents spoil these kids because their kids do no wrong. But I think a lot of it may be because, like, uh, could be a lot of single parents and they're working and they're trusting the kids. And uh, you can't trust, you know, you still, you still got to be the parent. You know, that, that much you know you got to be. And, uh, uh, yeah, well, they need to do what they, they, their share of the deal. Because you don't want them in a box. Okay. All right. Well, thank you much. I mm -hmm. appreciate it. Okay, then. All right. Bye-bye. 833-212-1017 is the number. Before we go to break, Sherman, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. Hey, how you doing, Dr. Ken? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. You know, um, the, the reason why I'm calling is because I, I hear a whole lot of people always saying that the mayor, the governor... And the aldermans can do something about the city. Mm -hmm. uh, can you please tell me, just give me one example, what uh, the mayor himself can do about the crime that's going on in Milwaukee? I think that you can create a, a way to get resources that can then fight the crime in the city. One of the issues that the mayor's having is he doesn't have the budget that he needs in order to get the resources into the city to fix it. So to galvanize people to come up with a plan to go after shared revenue. And, and, and I think the, the chief earlier said something, we're going to have to do that because the mayor is the mayor. He can't get into a fight because then if he loses that fight, it makes him look bad. I think the public is going to have to step up for the mayor to go after that shared revenue. There are millions in shared revenue that we don't get back, but we pay a huge amount because we're the big city in the state and we don't get anything back and we don't get any help from the state. And it's the Republican legislature that we need to start bothering in quotes to get it back. In, in some of that, I, I can, I can understand everything that you said, but when is, Again, everybody knows that I've been in prison before. But when are we going to hold the people that's in our neighborhoods responsible for some of the stuff that's going on? Absolutely. And I'm going to give you an example. Uh -huh. I'm going to give you an example of what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. um, today was a nice day outside. I've seen maybe one or two dudes out here cleaning up. So it, when, I, when, I, when I say things like this, when I'm, I'm an extreme person. So when I, if, if I was the mayor... And everybody keep on saying, well, you the mayor should do something. Okay, this is what I would do. I would go to every house that got trash in front of and in the streets, and I'd write everybody a ticket. Yep. Remember, we're going we're gonna to gen generate some revenue. Yep. Everybody will say, I didn't put that there. You wouldn't be getting the tickets for putting it there. You would be getting the ticket for not picking it up. There you go. I had, uh, it, it, it was an issue I had at, the, uh, at my property uh, about two weeks ago, probably about, about, about three weeks ago. Um, somebody came along and dumped a lot of tr a lot of stuff behind my garage, and I, so I called the city. City came along, and gave me a hundred fifty dollar fine. Wow! So the person that I talked to, he said 
it's not as his job to he said it is it is his job to investigate well if i didn't catch him on camera or or i don't got a picture of a license plate what are you getting paid to do then because he said it's not his job to go out and investigate i have to do the investigation for him so again if we are to hold ourselves accountable for the city again we disrespect our neighborhoods all the time. I remember your, one of your commercials said that if you live in a ditch long enough, you're going to start to decorate. Yep. What's stopping the, the, what's stopping the, the, the homeowners? Not, we're going to say homeowners. We're going to say the people that's living in the houses. What's stopping them from going outside and picking up the trash in front of their own house? They don't have to go next door. We're talking about right in front of their own house. What's stopping them from going out and picking up the trash in the back of their house and putting it in the garbage cans, the empty garbage cans? Now, that's something There's I do do. Now, the front of my house, we pay people to pick that up. So I'm not going to sit here and argue with somebody when the DPW, it's their job to send a machine and no, pick no, it no, up. No, 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 we, but, we're, not but, about, but, we're not talking about a, we're not talking about a garbage can. No, no, we're no. We're talking about the trash that may be in the street. Right. That's what I'm talking about. Now, if it's, if it's behind my house in the alley, I'm going to pick it up. Yeah. If it's around my property, because I don't, I don't want rats, rodents, people, none of that. You, you, you see what I'm saying? Again, yeah. you bring up, you bring up a, a different thing. You have people that's complaining that oh, we having rats. No, you, you brought the rats here. You're feeding the rats. You're help breeding the rats. You help cultivating them Correct. in an environment so they can be here. But we complain up. and complain and complain, but we, we choose not to do anything about it. Because again, I, I'm, a, I'm a landlord. I'll rent a person a property. Two or three years ago, by, they'll call me and say, we got mice. Well, you got mice. There's nothing wrong with having mice. It's about what you're going to do about it. It's no different than the trash in front of your house. What are we going to do about it? We can't keep on complaining by, uh, uh, you know, bogging the city down with this complaint, that complaint, when there's something we can do. The, the city can't do everything for us, but it's something correct. that we can do for ourselves. That is correct. There's something that we can do. Yep. Do you have people, <laughs> Mr. Kidd, Give me the reason why grown men got a brand new car, a sixty or seventy thousand dollar car, but then park it on top of a bag of garbage. Seen it today. Nothing stopping them from picking it up. But got nice car cars and clothes. We have women that complaining about the school system, talking about the teachers not teaching anything. But when the last time the the, the parent went to the school and sat down with their kid and stayed there for a couple hours? To yep. see if Ray Ray and Pookie can read. Yeah. Again, we can't keep on complaining. People send their kids to the school these days for daycare. Oh, absolutely. It's, absolutely. All right. But we complain about it. Well. Okay. All right, Sherman. Yep. I appreciate you. 833-212-1017 is the number you're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. More of the Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Yeah. You know what? You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Let me get through these. Felix said, what's going on with the traffic cams? Are they online yet? Haven't heard much about that tool to combat reckless driving. I like the Chief's comments. Powerful segment, Dr. Ken. Well, one of the issues with traffic cams is the fact that if you don't have plates on your car, the only thing they can identify is your face. And if it's blurred, you got nothing. And if you don't put plates on your car, you can't read the VIN. 
the vehicle identification number. So you're kind of Robin Voss isn't going to help Milwaukee. He will because we're going to go to him and we're going to talk to him. And we're going to say, hey, Robin, we're all going to move to your district so we can vote and we're going to vote you out. Or we can just go talk to him, sit down, mano y mano, and have a conversation. Somebody said we need to vote him out. Well, he has his own district down in, I believe, Racine County. So there's really not a lot we can do in Milwaukee. But to support the mayor in his fight with him. Chris said, my brother is on a rant. Truth. Indeed. Uh, The caller said, countries like Australia and Norway who have fewer guns on the streets have less gun violence. Uh, Tell us something we don't know. Okay, that was my... (laughs) That was kicking in. I understand what you're saying. But we live in a country that's a democratic republic where we have a right to keep and bear arms. Um, It's not an arcane thing. It's not something that was only for the Civil War. It's for the country. Um, We don't have the wherewithal to follow through on gun laws and make certain things mandatory. Because that takes the power out of the judge and gives it to the legislature. But we could easily say, if you're caught with a gun first time, Two years. Second time, five years. If you use a gun in the commission of a crime, automatic five years. Like those types of things, because those countries have that. You get caught with a firearm, I think in England you do like 10 years. For some ridiculous mandatory sentence. So they have very few gun issues. Police don't carry guns. Police have to be issued guns, and you have to be a firearms officer in order to actually use one. So those are the kind of things that we have that we just don't have here because we have things like the right to keep and bear arms, freedom of speech, freedom of press, all those other things that go along with it. And when you remove one, it affects everything. And so. Talking text says, yeah, it's only so much that Chevy can do, but what he can, he needs to. Mike. Yeah, that's true. That is true. At, 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 at some point, he has to tell us what he wants to do, and then we support the way that we can. I think that might be the most powerful way that we do it. Otherwise, it's going to be tough, and it's going to get tougher until we decide to step up and do something about it. The mayor can do something while we're <laughs> screaming and hollering and fighting and all that. Um, about what we want him to do. He can point to us and say, you know, my city wants this. But if we're not doing that. And see, for me, if I were mayor, I would only want to be mayor for one term because I'm going to raise so much crap and call out so much stuff that I probably wouldn't get... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Put it back into office. Anyway. Talking text line says your gun should protect your home worldwide. Right to bear arms with more responsibility is what smarter countries have chosen. Oh, I don't know. A lot of European countries, you can't have guns. A lot of European countries. So 
But I but I actually get your point, the caller. I understand. We do need more responsibility, smarter countries have chosen. Yep. So let's 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 work on that. Let's come up with some ideas for it and see if we can do something about it. Interesting. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Our good friend, Tori Lowe, is up next at 6 o'clock. Make sure you hang around for it. I'll be back at midnight and again at 5 a.m. And tomorrow morning, the award-winning morning show from the Wisconsin Broadcast Association, MK in the Morning, is up bright and early at 7. So make sure you check out Mel and the rest of the gang. So God bless. Take care. I am back in 22 hours, God willing. Take care. I'm out.